0: What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Mind Over Macros podcast. As always, I'm your host, Mike Milner. And today, well, first of all, I'm back home finally. So the reason that I haven't been doing very many guest interviews is because I've been traveling a lot and uh, I'm finally back home in my office. You can't see the video right now if you're listening, but I've got my purple wall back. Very important to have my purple wall. Um, So Finally back home, and we hit episode 200. Last episode, that was a pretty big milestone, and now it feels weird to start. Almost like it's starting over. Now we're at 201. Now we just keep turning them out and keep getting better, hopefully. And we'll hit 200 more episodes before you know it. Um, anyway, so today's topic is something that I feel like needs to be discussed more in the space, and. I've talked about macros at length, and I don't think I've ever discussed it quite from this particular angle and perspective. So you're going to want to listen. Um, Before I get into it, as always, I need to ask for your help because it's very important that we keep, keep the show growing. That is how we impact more lives. And it's your responsibility, just like it's my responsibility. So I do my part, putting out the content, hitting record, trying to deliver some valuable information. Sometimes I do a better job than others, but at least trying and then doing everything I know how to do to continue to bring in more people to listen to the show. But really, it's a collective effort. So anytime that you share the episode to Instagram, anytime that you leave a review on iTunes, anytime that you send one of the episodes to a friend or family member or coworker, every little bit helps. So now that we've got a pretty decent audience here, I'm very fortunate uh, for and grateful for. Now we can really start to to pick things up. And if we each do our part, so I promise to keep doing my part and I'm going to keep asking for you to do your part um, and just post it to your stories. Take a screenshot of this episode if you enjoy it only because I only want authentic reviews. I only want real feedback. If you actually enjoy it, post it to your stories and tag me on Instagram at coach underscore Mike underscore Milner Leave that five-star rating and review on iTunes. And then if you go in wherever you listen, Spotify, iTunes, whatever, Google Play, Apple Music, uh, if you just copy the link to the episode and you can text it or email it or whatever, send to a friend, and we will just keep growing. And I appreciate it. Um, So what I'm going to talk about in terms of macros, I feel like there is this concept when it comes to the end game with macros. Everybody talks about macros, at least in my circle. everybody I hear it all the time. Like Most coaches in the space take a macro-based approach. And there's always this idea that macros are a means to an end. And I've talked about that too. I was actually interviewed not that long ago, and we were talking about macros being a means to an end. And the conversation was around like the ultimate goal of intuitive eating. And it's like, you know, intuitive eating is this, uh, you know, epic place where we live happily ever after. And that may very well be the case for a lot of people. There's nothing wrong with that, but I am a big believer in nuance and context, and that's why I felt it was necessary to talk about this. I even wrote about it today and got a lot of people who are like, wait a minute, this is a little bit different and not exactly what I expected coming from you. And I'm not sure why, because I'm always an it depends person. And what I'm talking about is tracking macros for the rest of your life. Is that something that A, you need to be doing, or B, you should be doing? And this is where I feel like nuance comes into play. Because like I said, so many people out there look, look at tracking macros forever as this immediately negative thing. Like, oh, well, that's too obsessive. That's too, uh, you know, that's, that's crazy. Why would you want to do that? That causes so much stress that seems a little bit, you know, over the top or whatever the case may be. There's this negative connotation around it. And I don't agree with that. Now, in certain cases, absolutely. So when I think about like tracking macros for the rest of my life, Right now, I track loosely. Today, for example, I'm back home. I'm tracking. Totally fine. No stress. I don't want worried about hitting my numbers perfectly. I'm just tracking it like a normal day. While I was traveling, I didn't track anything. So literally from the last, I don't know, week and a half where I've been traveling, I have not tracked a single morsel of food. Totally fine. No stress. So this level of balance, I feel like, can be a lifestyle solution, can be a lifestyle approach. Will it be for me? I don't know. Because I don't know what's going to happen in 10 years or 20 years. Hopefully, I'll still be around and I'll still be doing my thing and fit and healthy. But I might decide at that point that I don't want to track and that it's something in my past. And that's totally fine. But right now, I can see this level of tracking being a lifelong solution. So- when you think about that, thinking about tracking for the rest of your life, does that drive your anxiety up? Does that make you think that, oh, that would be so stressful? And if yes, then tracking may not be for you right now, but that doesn't mean that it can't change. And I think that's where we get so caught up. And that's why I want to have this conversation because our past is different than our present and our present is different From our future. So, maybe in this current moment, or maybe based off of past experiences, macros weren't the right solution for you. Um, And by the way, if you don't know what tracking macros are, um, I did a whole episode about that. I also have a whole episode on the dark side of macros when they do become too obsessive and what that looks like. So you can always go back and listen to those episodes if you need a little bit more context, if you're brand new and you aren't familiar with macros. But basically, we're talking about tracking calories in the form of macronutrients, protein, carbs, and fats. A lot of people view that as this overwhelming thing because it does take time, especially in the beginning, if you're new, if you have never tracked a macro before you might have this learning curve, right? Just like any skill, just like anything we need to learn. We have to take time. And then over time, we become more efficient. We become proficient and we become efficient, right? And that's just like anything we do. Anytime you're trying to learn something new, there is a process that has to happen. You think about your current job. You didn't jump in day one and start killing it. Maybe you did, but you would be the exception. Most people there's a learning curve. You have to become more, uh, more adept at the skills that you're learning. So going back to past experiences, maybe it just wasn't the right time in your life. Maybe there was a lot of stress. Maybe you actually didn't give it enough time. Maybe you were like, oh, I should be a, a, a whiz at tracking macros. You only gave it a few days. It was really complicated, so you gave up. That doesn't mean that tracking macros isn't for you. that means your mindset needs to be adjusted because here's the thing tracking in and of itself it's data it's numerical it's emotionless. We attach emotion to it. it's just a, a tool, right it's like it's like saying, "Oh, when I use this ruler to measure something, it gives me anxiety. Maybe there are people out there who actually feel that way um, but the act of measuring in and of itself isn't a uh, emotion it's it's an emotionless activity it's a emotionless concept it's nothing and we color that commentary in based off of our experience based off of what we feel um, or or kind of the commentary that we the narrative that we create around that thing So we start to say things like, oh, I just don't have the time for this. This is really stressful because I don't know how to do it. This is new. So it's giving me a lot of frustration, right? We color all of that commentary, but in and of itself, it's an emotionless thing. It's just a tool, it's just a way of measuring, right? Like it's not the ruler itself. It's everything that we thought, every all the emotions and the thoughts that that surround using it. So Another example is the scale. I talked to somebody today who said that she cannot weigh herself every day because it's very triggering to past um, eating disorder-like behaviors. She's like, the scale just messes with my head. There's other people where they can get on the scale every day, not think twice. They view it as objective data, and they're totally fine. right? So that, again, the scale itself, it could be the exact same scale. It's just the scale. The scale itself is not adding the emotion to it. It's the person that's using it that's adding that emotion to it. So, just because at one point in your life, or even currently, you feel like macros are stressful or overwhelming, that doesn't mean it's going to be that way forever. So, I'm, I just, for the most part, I'm a big believer in understanding different phases of life and realizing that nothing is um, definitive, right? So I can't just say blanket statement that macros for me will never work. Even if, like if I had said that, because in my past, macros were obsessive. They were a problem for me. They were a stress driver for me. So if I had just said at that point, like blanket statement across the board. Macros drive my anxiety up. They cause stress. I cannot use this tool because of who I am, right? There's just something about me. That I just can't do it. And I use that very fixed mindset approach. I can't do it. I wouldn't be where I am today, right? And now I, I'm able to use macros appropriately in a way that fits my lifestyle, and my goals. So, again, different phase of life. I worked through some internal shit. I worked on my mindset. I worked on my thoughts and emotions around tracking and got to a place where it became a very positive relationship. So we have to come into it with a growth mindset, understanding that there is a learning curve, understanding that different periods of life and different phases of life might be more conducive to tracking versus not, and that's okay. Um, and, And understanding that, you know, it's always going to be a process. So when you jump into something and things aren't going the way that you want to go, that doesn't mean that the, you know, that we immediately just assume like this isn't right for me. It's it's always going to be a process. So it's never the macros that are the problem. It's always the perception of the person using macros. And most of the time, if we just look at it, right? Macros can create obsessive tendencies and disordered behaviors and disordered thinking. I was a product of that. However, it's usually with the mindset of, I need to be perfect hitting my macros. I'm going to say nine times out of 10. That is the root of the issue. It's somebody coming in, whether you're new to tracking or whether you've been tracking for 10 years, it doesn't matter. It's coming in with the mindset that, I need to hit these numbers perfectly. And if I don't hit them perfectly, I'm a failure or why bother? And that immediate slip up causes uh, overindulgences or going into fuck it mode or thinking like, why, sh- why am I even putting in this effort? This is stupid. I can't do it. I'm a failure. I'm inconsistent. All that dialogue that surrounds the act of not being perfect. Macros are imperfect by their nature, but yet we go in with this mindset that we have to be perfect. People who are new, they're like, oh, I have to figure this all out and be perfect. No, you don't. You just have to dive in and start learning. People who are seasoned often have the same approach of I have to be perfect or why bother? And we go in these rinse and repeat cycles. Most of the time, that is the issue. It's ag- you know agonizing over the fact that you have to be perfect and then beating yourself up if you can't be one hundred percent on point. And that makes sense. Like, of course, you have stress and anxiety in that situation. Like, nobody has the mental capacity to be perfect all the time. Nobody has the room in their life or in their brain to set the bar at perfect. We don't have which is why we go off the rails because we're su- using so much energy and so much mental capacity on being perfect that the minute we slip up a little bit, it's like all bets are off. That's because we're completely tapped out. Our batteries on empty, right? But we have plenty of people who can use macros as a tool, as a guide, as a means for awareness around food choices and caloric needs and how certain food combinations make you feel and attaching your macro choices with what your body's responding to and digestion and energy levels and recovery and sleep and all of these beautiful things that we can learn from the process. Now, personally, I have been on both sides. Like I mentioned, I've been the obsessed, crazy person who would skip out on social events because I couldn't track things perfectly. Uh, who was stressed the fuck out. If I couldn't you know, hit my macros to the T, uh, I would spiral out of control anytime I slipped up a little bit. That was me for a very long time. And then I'm also the person now who can use macros as a part of my lifestyle to stay pretty lean. Um, I don't get attached to perfection. I don't really care about how far off I am on my numbers. even Even if I am trying to get leaner, And I have a set of macros. I want to stay relatively close. It doesn't bother me. Like, let's just say my target arbitrarily is twenty four hundred calories. I hit my macros pretty close, and I end up at twenty five hundred or even twenty five fifty or whatever. Like, I'm not stressed about that. It's totally fine. Or if I'm a little bit under, whatever it may be, um, I can just track without any attachment to being perfect. I can go periods of time without tracking and not even think twice. And I can use macros uh, in a way that supports my life and my goals, but. Notice that I was both individuals, and it's the same tool. So macros didn't do anything to change. I did. I changed my mindset. I changed my perception. I changed the uh, feeling like I needed to be perfect. I was able to find balance. So it's not the macros itself. So you might be that person who is getting used and abused by macros. You might be that person right now. You may have been that person in the past. But that does not have to be your fate. That doesn't have to be your reality. Now, having said all of that, it may be that macros just aren't for you. There are certainly people, because again, right, I'm not, I'm not a big fan of blanket statements. I'm not a big fan of saying that every single person can use macros appropriately. There are absolutely people that should not be tracking macros. But I would say some of those people can ultimately, at different points in their life, through different, you know, doing work on themselves and getting into a better mindset, can eventually use them. There are some people that probably should never be using macros. And that may be the case for you. But if that is, you're the exception. I would say the vast majority of the people can be totally fine using macros at some point in their life. So I'm not here to say like, if you're struggling with macros now, that you should just avoid them altogether forever because I don't think that that's an appropriate solution. I think that understanding the root of the issue, right? Because it's not the macros, we've established that. It's not the macros, it's your mindset, it's your perception, it's the emotions around them, the thoughts around them. So let's get to the root of that issue and then see if macros are a better fit for you. Um, It's amazing how many times we go through that with clients where it's like they come in with this assumption that macros are the worst thing ever because of past experiences. And we work through the root of those thoughts and they end up being able to use macros in a balanced way. Now, I'm a big believer in some level of, of gray area. right? Like, I'm not somebody who tracks seven days a week every single meal. I need that gray area. I need to be in the middle. Most people live in the middle. A lot of people struggle to live in the middle, but most people should be living in the middle because the two ends of the extreme typically don't work very well. Now there are some clients who track you know seven days a week, and that's fine if it works for them, but most of the people are somewhere in that middle ground. Um, so if you think about it from like a value perspective, wouldn't it be amazing to overcome your perfectionist tendencies, to work through your thoughts around food and, and the obsessive tendencies around food, and actually get to a place? where you can seamlessly use macros or not, transition between both tracking and not tracking and be totally fine, like no stress about either way and still reach your goals. That is an amazing place to be. And I think that that's ultimately where most people should be. So I don't think that the end, the forever goal, I don't think the forever goal is necessarily intuitive eating. I think that we've glorified that as the ultimate goal, a lot of people say like, all right, well, we're going to teach you macros and then we're just going to you know, transition you to intuitive eating and send you on your way. I actually don't think, again, that's a blanket statement. I don't believe in that. I don't think that everybody should have that goal. I think that ultimately, if we can be transitioning between the two and utilizing the right approach for the certain phase of life that we're in or, or context, like what we're going through at the time, what our needs are at the time, what our goals are at the time, that is an amazing place to be because then you just pick the right tool for the right situation and you don't have to just be placed in one box like i'm only a macro tracker i'm only an intuitive eater i'm only xyz right we want to be able to have some flexibility and some balance and be able to say i can do this at this point in time and i can do this at this point in time and i'm totally comfortable with anything that i need because i know what works best for me and i know how to you know properly select the right tool for the right job that is, in my belief, what we should be striving for. Um, you know that—that's what we do. Like when I think about our clients, that's a big part of like the graduation process. You know, I'm very open about the fact that when people work with us, when they when they join Pop, when they want to join our coaching program, I tell them right up front from day one, the objective here is for you to graduate. And have everything that you need to be successful on your own. I don't want you to need us. If you want us, if you like us and you enjoy the process of working with us, of course you can continue past the six months. Of course you can do that. However, I want you to be in a, in a position to make that choice and feel totally fine either way. Like you would be completely self sufficient on your own. And if you're like, yeah, I know I would, but I still love coaching and I just wanna do that, cool, that's fine but I'm very upfront about that. And part of the reason we've been so successful in that goal is because of this, exactly what I'm talking about. Being able to implement both tracking, non-tracking, what does the situation call for? What makes you feel your best? What do you need at this point in time? Like Being able to give that to our clients is a big reason why they sustain their results long-term, why they can graduate and go off on their own and be totally successful. Uh, We have a lot of clients who... Uh, you know, kind of like I said, fall in that middle ground who never thought that they would be there, never thought they could have a balanced approach where sometimes they're tracking, sometimes they're not, and they know exactly what their body responds to. Like a lot of the, the times people come to me and they're like, nothing ever works. <laughs> I'm never going to be successful. I'm never going to have balance. I'm very all or nothing. I'm like, okay, I've heard this a lot. And I can tell you that most of the time uh, we're able to work through it, we're able to get you to where you want to be. So, let's do this. Like We have a a high success rate of accomplishing exactly that, even for people who felt like it would never be their reality. And then all of a sudden it becomes their reality. So the question is, do you need to track your food for the rest of your life? And my answer is maybe, and maybe it's not such a bad thing. Maybe there's a place for it in your life for the rest of your life. And that's okay. The ultimate goal does not have to be intuitive eating. It can be a combination of both. And it can just be, you know, I want to be prepared for whatever life throws at me so that I have all of these tools in my toolbox. So all we want to do is ultimately find what makes you feel your best, what you can stay consistent with and really feel confident in for the long haul. And that's what we do. So if at any point in time you need help with that, uh, that's the process we go through with our one-on-one clients. Uh, you, you've heard me talk about this program a million times. I don't believe that there's anything better out there. When you combine the neurotyping principles that we implement, the metabot priming phase that we implement, the lifestyle integration that we implement, uh, it is, in my very biased opinion, the most successful um, and the best value program. you'll find so if at any point you're interested you can always hit me up on instagram you can always hit me up on facebook it's at coach underscore mike underscore milner on instagram and it's just mike millner on facebook send me a private message we'll have a chat see if it's a good fit and then we can go from there anyway hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode hopefully this was helpful i think it's important to understand context and how we can apply different situations or different um you know, methods for different situations. And this is another example of that. So let's remove the stigma of macros not being a forever solution because they very well can be a part of a forever solution. Doesn't have to be, but they can be. And as always, the answer is, it depends. All right, guys, hope you have a great day and I will talk to you all very soon.